Welcome to Joe's Disposable Podcast, your daily update of sports and everything else happening. And now, here's Joe. Happy Fat Tuesday to everybody. Let's start with a big fat basketball game, college basketball game, at the Breslin Center tonight. You've got, what, five teams tied for second. Two of those teams, Michigan State and Iowa, play tonight at the Breslin Center. Iowa has Luca Garza. He should be in the Godfather somewhere, right? Luca Garza. Well, it's all in front of the Spartans now. Let's just hope that Michigan State coach Tom Izzo doesn't decide to overcoach the game. Or, I don't know, maybe we try something different in the first half other than the Cassius Winston, Xavier Tillman pick and roll. It's good to run the play, but, you know, let's find some other guys. All right, here's the question. When did cell phones become so important that people were willing to die for them? A Detroit ice fisherman, age 27, he dropped his phone in the Clinton River. And of course, rather than just go, well, I'll just go to the store and get a new phone, he decided to dive in after it. Well, he's dead. That's right, the victim and a friend were ice fishing on the Clinton River near Detroit. The victim did not resurface after jumping in for his phone. At what point do you just go, you know, it's just a phone? Well, the good thing about this is, is during his funeral, maybe his friends can whip out their cell phones and take selfies in front of the casket. Dude, it's just a phone. I don't know what it is. Cell phones have become basically legalized crack cocaine around here. Take a cell phone away from somebody, especially like, oh, I don't know, a millennial or a woman, and just watch them start to shake. It's just like, you know, taking away a pack of cigarettes from a chain smoker or taking away a bag of meth from a meth head. Oh, and speaking of meth heads, if you were in Ross Common over the weekend and you dropped your bag of meth, local police would certainly like to talk to you. That's right. Apparently on Saturday, somebody in Ross Common dropped a bag of meth. According to the uh, Ross Common Sheriff's Department, we would love to return the bag to the owner who accidentally dropped it. It just goes to show you how addictive cell phones are, okay? You got a guy who drops his cell phone in the river. He dives in to get it. Then you got a guy that dropped his meth in Ross Common, and he just left it there. So you tell me, which is the more addictive device? Here's another thought on a fat Tuesday. Why does the Detroit media give Steve Eiserman a pass on how badly the wings suck? What evidence has Eiserman given us that he's actually going to turn the team around. In fact, since he's been there, the team has gotten worse. They made a couple of trades yesterday for a couple of draft picks. But still, the Detroit media fawns all over Stevie Y. Maybe he'll have to play. Maybe he can convince Sergei Fedorov to come back and play. If his lungs haven't been ruined by all the chain smoking that he did. And finally this morning on the podcast... Congratulations to the greatest man in the history of the world. Apparently this guy, he's uh, he died in a house fire at 104. 
Now, it's not enough that this guy lived to be 104. However, at age 96, okay, at age 96, this guy fathered a child. That's right. He still was dealing with live bullets in his gun at age 96. That's me applauding the guy. I don't know which is more incredible. Still having bullets in the gun at 96, still being able to perform at age 96, or finding somebody to have sex with when you're 96. Maybe she was a prize or something at the senior meal site during a big bingo win. 96-year-old guy just wanted bingo I don't know. He won a bag of Fritos or something. So he went home to celebrate and uh, got somebody knocked up. You know, maybe the excuse that he has was, well, at 96, his arthritis was so bad, he really, really had trouble ripping open the prophylactic. Talk about a story that begs a never say never. I don't know whether to be more encouraged by that or more disturbed that, yeah, when I'm 96, I still could father a child. And even ballsier, the guy lived like eight more years to walk around and brag about it. At 96, most people are in the can't stage. They can't drive. They can't remember. They can't do much of anything that they used to do. Except for this guy who showed us that he could. At 96, father a child. In freaking credible. He did die, though, when he uh, his house caught on fire because, well, at 104, he lit a cigarette and apparently set the whole damn place on fire. I wonder if he lit that cigarette after sex. Well, you know what? He had a son at 96, 104, not out of the question. Thank you, sir, in, uh, in uh, India for giving us all hope and scaring the hell out of all of us all at the same time. And there you have it. That's today's podcast. Jerry O'Donnell is the uh, producer of this, and we thank him for that. Jerry may still be fertile even at 96. You've been listening to Joe's Disposable Podcast. Want to get a hold of Joe? Have a comment? Leave a comment on the ESPN 100.9 FM Facebook page. But keep it clean. Our mothers have liked that page. Joe's Disposable Podcast is a service of ESPN 100.9 FM. So there.